This is dialed into sustainability for August 24th. From the hill, plant-based straws, often promoted as eco-friendly, may contain cancer-causing forever chemicals, according to a new study in food additives and contaminants. Scientists discovered perfluorinated and polyfluorinated substances, PFAS, in most of the tested straws, with paper and bamboo-based ones being the worst offenders. PFAS, known for their non-stick and waterproof properties, can be found in various household products. Some types have been linked to illnesses like testicular cancer and kidney cancer. Belgium, along with other countries, has banned single-use plastic products, including straws. The study suggests that paper and bamboo straws are not necessarily sustainable or biodegradable options. Stainless steel straws or no straws at all are recommended. From Cointelegraph, Web3 game development company Corpo says that play-to-earn games have significant shortcomings and need a different approach for sustainable tokenomics. Axie Infinity, which helped players in emerging economies earn more than minimum wage, saw rewards cut due to a token bridge hack and a cooling market. Entry costs for play-to-earn games can be high, and the quality of gameplay may disappoint. Games driven by NFT sales often lack development progress, leading to frustrated users. Generous token rewards can devalue cryptocurrencies. Corpo Game Studio is working to address these issues through multiple revenue streams, top-tier games, and an emphasis on quality and storylines. They aim to diversify income sources and provide a high-quality gaming experience. From institutional investor, proponents and critics of ESG investing may both be in for disappointment, according to an article by Kenneth P. Pucker. While some argue that ESG could change society, Pucker asserts that it does not harm oil companies or provide sufficient capital for climate change solutions. Recent events like flooding in Vermont, wildfires in Hawaii, and toxic smoke from wildfires impacting large areas of the U.S. have highlighted the economic consequences of environmental issues. Despite these concerns, political leaders have focused on banning ESG considerations in investing. However, Detractors' objections seem to stem from a misunderstanding of ESG criteria, which simply include non-financial factors and investment decisions. Democratic debates surrounding ESG culminated in hearings where asset managers were accused of promoting a woke agenda. Presidential candidate Ron DeSantis also criticized ESG investing as a financial scam. The concept of ESG investing originated from a group convened by the United Nations, with the aim of evaluating non-financial factors to enhance shareholder value and contribute to sustainable development. Over the past five years, global ESG funds have attracted over $2.5 trillion in assets, despite their confusing dual mandate. ESG investing incorporates environmental, social, and governance factors into the evaluation of stocks. Disproving claims of superior returns, studies have failed to show a direct link between ESG investing and improved equity returns. Furthermore, ESG investing is unlikely to significantly advance social or environmental welfare. ESG ratings primarily assess whether companies are well-governed and resilient to future changes, rather than evaluating their impact on the world. The article concludes that ESG investing will not change society in the ways proponents and detractors envision, as investing is primarily driven by returns. While Washington hearings on ESG investing are unlikely to result in new legislation, Asset managers will continue to consider ESG factors in their investment processes. The author urges focusing on addressing the real environmental issues rather than engaging in political theater surrounding ESG. 
From AP News, support for sustainable development and a bioeconomy is growing in the Amazon region, with hopes of making a living from the forest without cutting it down. Marcelo Salazar's company, Mazo Mana Forest Food, has partnered with forest communities in Brazil to gather ingredients like Brazil nuts, cocoa beans, acai, mushrooms, and fruits to create sustainable drinks. While there is general support for the concept of a bioeconomy, there is little consensus on what it should look like. Some successful examples include sustainable fishing, Brazil nut and acai harvesting, and the production of rubber for sneakers. However, the challenge lies in scaling up these ventures. The state of Para has an actual bioeconomy plan focusing on products like acai, cocoa, cassava, and essential oils for cosmetics. The plan includes building an incubator for researchers and startups. Neighboring Amazon Estate is also developing a bioeconomy plan with the support of the U.S. Agency for International Development. The Brazilian government has announced an ecological transformation plan, which aims to back sustainability projects and establish rules for the country's carbon market. However, previous efforts have faced challenges, such as the closure of a state condom factory in Sapuri and deforestation caused by cocoa bean production in other countries. Marcelo Salazar believes that successful, sustainable companies will be those that have a mission to solve the Amazon's problems and promote an economy that recognizes the value of the forest. From World Economic Forum, Clear Skies for a Sustainable Future, How Innovation Can Accelerate Aviation's Net Zero Journey. Tim Vandenberg is the lead climate tech innovation at the World Economic Forum, and Jamila Yamani is the director of climate and energy at Salesforce. Get involved with their crowdsourced digital platform for impact at scale. Stay updated with Uplink. World Economic Forum articles can be republished under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial. No Derivatives 4.0 International Public License. Views expressed are the authors alone and not the World Economic Forums. Topics covered include The Agenda Weekly, Unsubscribing, Privacy Policy, and recent publications by Douglas Broom, Gabby Thiesing, Florence Kutat, Alison Voss, Kristen Terbrock Forstinger, Bibi Luz Gonzalez, and Janina Peter. Dialed In is written and read by Artificial Intelligence. You can find out more at dialedin.today. Soon, we'll have have CTA to provide feedback at dialedin.today slash feedback and ask for new topics at dialedin.today slash topics. Those don't exist yet, though.